The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk for this Monday, the uh, second Monday in the year 2023. Jeff Jordan with me uh, for the first time in about uh, three or four weeks, Jeff. Haven't been that long. Well, you missed two. Well, we all should have missed. It was holiday. <laughs> Not uh, fussing at all. Okay. We, we we found adequate replacements, but good to have you back. Delighted, as always, to talk a little sports. It's well, championship. We've had a lot of stuff happen. Yeah, we? championship tonight. Let's start there. Uh, okay. Georgia, TCU. Interesting fact that I didn't realize until this afternoon doing doing a little reading for the show. TCU was picked seventh in the Big 12. Seventh in the Big 12. Now, if you're picked seventh in the SEC, Jeff, that might be an LSU, that might be a Tennessee, that might have been a Auburn. I don't know if I'd be shocked when an SEC team that's picked seventh jumps to the top of the class. Cause, but seventh in the Big 12 is not impressive. They were five and seven last year. Talk about coming out of the, out of the woodwork. TCU surely done that. Coach's first year, yeah, as a head coach there, um, and they dodged a couple of bullets during the year. But the the very best teams generally do that anyway. You know they sure they, they, they find a way. Yeah, um, and I think they're. I, I know that the well, you you told me what the point spread was. Out of Las Vegas, I believe you said thirteen and a half. That's what the, that's what it's, I saw just before I came in. And that is an absolute ton of points. Oh yes, that's a lot of points. I'm not suggesting anybody do anything. I'm just saying it is. Um, I I normally check point spread in the NFL uh, every every week, and uh, and again, I do not gamble on on anything actually, but. Um, it is very rare where the point spread in the NFL is is ten or even even eight. Sure, it's usually seven or below, and those making difference. Who's at home? Who's on grass? Who's on turf? Who's playing Thursday? It's seven eight points. But this is thirteen in the national championship game being played. Uh, where where is it being played? In? Los Angeles, in uh, SoFi uh, Stadium, uh, neutral the, the site. New, yeah, the, the new field uh, um, stadium out yeah, there. Uh, and uh, I and uh, we did talk a little bit. You and I did before the before we sat down here, and and I said I think we disagreed, which is not all that unusual. But I said I think I would, 
I would take TCU in the 13 and a half points if I were if I were gambling and you said you would give the points. Uh, you thought. You I, thought. I, I thought I, I but what I said they put the gambling line in just about the right spot. Yeah. To me, you know, uh, but yeah, I think I would take Georgia and see what happens but uh in college football, Jeff, it's not unusual to see a 35 or 40 point spread. If if, if Georgia was playing the seventh place team in the Big 12 Conference, if, whoever that would have been this year, what would the point spread be? Yeah, well, a lot, a whole bunch. But for so, but for a championship game, that's a unusually large spread. Uh, reputation's got a lot to do with it. Uh, TCU doesn't come out of the best conference in, in football, but. Jeff Michigan was was not a slacker at all, and they took care of business there. But uh, time will tell. I'm sure a lot of folks will view in. As a matter of fact, they uh, do not have a coaching show tonight from Middle Tennessee because of that. They learned well, several years back that nobody's going to pay attention to it because of the national championship game. So they do that. We'll we'll talk later a little bit. Let's talk the second thing football wise away from Middle Tennessee is the Titans. Yes. <laughs> seven straight losses. They were 7-3, and three, Jeff, after they beat Green Bay. Unbelievable. Really. Lose the next seven. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion that they were going to win the d- division, right? Right. Because at that time, Jacksonville was 2-5 and five or something. I don't know what. Houston was not going to do it. They've already beaten the Colts twice. It's just, you know, we'll limp, maybe limp in there with the injuries, but – and then to lose the ball game Saturday night the way they did, uh, uh, you know, fumble, scoop and score. I thought it was a fumble. Did you think it was a fumble? I do. Um, I, I, others in my family thought that it was an it was and and the guy that threw the ball, for, uh, um, Dobbs thought it was a forward pass. I, uh, yeah, he's probably looked at the film himself. He still thought that. I didn't think so. You, uh, if you're the replay official in that game, Jeff, and you know that that call is going to make, maybe make the winner. You study it, study it, and study it. It was close, but I do think it was a fumble. Irregardless of what I, you and I think or anybody else thinks, it, it was a fumble, and there, there they go. Looked like to me that he, he had his arm back and was ready to throw it and ready to throw it, not throwing it, but ready to throw it, and somebody, somebody hit the ball. A defensive player hit the ball, and he came out of his hand, and which makes it a fumble. And he went on through. He he followed through with his right arm, and I think he, I think he also touched the football again, you know, on on as it was, as he was being fumbled. But no, that that's not a forward pass. He 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 didn't have control of the ball to throw it forward. It's a game not, of in inches. my opinion. Uh, sports a game of inches in many cases, and that uh, that was Jeff. Uh, a, a, a nanosecond later, if the defensive player gets there, it would be an incomplete pass. Yeah, and I hated it. I mean, I'm just telling you what I saw and what I, what I thought. Of, and and go back to TCU in Georgia. Five, 59 minutes and 50 seconds, people beat each other up, play hard, do all this, and it comes down to what? One guy kicking a football. Yeah. And he hits it. Georgia's upset. Ohio State wins the ball game. They're playing tonight against TCU, which would have really been the unexpected to happen, I think. Yes. But uh, 
So you need some breaks. You mentioned TCU. The good teams tend to do that. Georgia, Kirby Smart, I'm sure, will tell you. We, we, we caught a break. The guy missed the field goal because he's a good kicker. And normally would kick it in 9 out of 10, but this was the, the 1 out of 10 he didn't. You know, before we get off of football uh, and maybe talk Raider basketball, whatever. Yeah, we will. Um, I want to say this about – and I, I'm going to talk about professional football and and why I'm not as interested in it as as I have been in many years past. It just seems like to me that you watch a professional football team. It it just seems like every play, and that's of course not true, but it seems like every play, you have either a penalty and or an injury, or you're reviewing something. Mm-hmm. It just seems like every play is that way. And you sit there and you realize you've been watching for, you know, 10 minutes of actual time, and we've run maybe three or four plays. And, and you think, it's just, it's kind of boring. It, it really is kind of boring. Do I dare say that? I'm, I know we have a call. I think we have a call. You, you, hey, you can say anything you want well, to. Well, I just, do you agree with me? Or yeah, do you? No, the caller's going to come in and disagree with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he called before you even made the statement, so well, that's true. He may not be true. Well, he don't want to talk to me. All either. right, let's go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. I, I you know stagnant, Mister Warren. How y'all doing? We're doing well, thank you. I, I, what, what, were you talking about replays, Jeff? Don't tell me you're talking about that, that dirty word. You talking that dirty word? I, I don't know what you. I don't know what you. Hey, mean. You talking about replays? You talking about before? Before? Uh, talking about yeah, the, I said there's, there's so many that, of them. That, yes. That, that dirty word, I hate. I, I used to like, but I hate now. <laughs> I hate you. I used to like, and then one guy, you know, what one guy said today at the Titans Saturday night. He said he, he said it was too fast. He said it was too fast on that fumble. He thought it was an incomplete pass too fast. They should they should took more time. Well, maybe so. I I don't know. Well, no, maybe so. It was a fumble. We all know the fumble. We don't need to take no more time. Thirty seconds is enough. We don't need to. We don't need to. We've got things. I've got things to do. I don't have time. <laughs> I, don't have time to, I don't have time to watch it. It is game last ten hours. I mean, the college games are the last four, so we should only need the NFL last eight hours. They last eight hours with the air times and everything else. I mean, the Tyson weren't going to win anyway. What's the difference? They're seven and ten. They lost seven in a row. The whole coaching staff should have been gone. Braver should have been gone, too. But Amy Amstruck ain't got the guts to fire him, so she ain't got the guts to. She'll let Braver fire the GM. She won't do nothing else. So, I mean, that's why they're bad. They'll continue to be. You know, they, they, they have no receivers. A guy a guy that's in one of their games this year, their post game, and the fan called up and said, we should have traded Derrick Henry and kept A.J. Brown before the season started. They should have got rid of Henry. So, you know, so, I mean, it, 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 it's, 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 it's a pathetic season by a pathetic franchise that's been that way since 1960. You know, the Adams family, they're the worst owners. Don't hold back. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're the worst. They've won nothing. they won two AFL titles in the 60s. And that league's defunct. They've never won an NFL. They've never won a Super Bowl because Tyson couldn't find the end zone. He couldn't find it. Oh, it's one yard short. Oh, well, tough. That's life. The Titans are Titans are 7-10, and 10, and Josh Allen picked the recovery up from, from Big Blue Nation in Kentucky and returned it. And, and, and nobody, nobody, nobody wanted him out of high school, did they? He just, he's just a top-10 picking going to the playoffs while Queen Henry, a five-star back sitting at home, looking to watch it, watching it on the couch. Oh, well. Goodbye. Have a good day, Titans, in the offseason. Enjoy, enjoy cleaning out your locker today. 
Hang in there, guys. See you. All right. Good enough. Uh, Jeff, he's not alone in, in, in what the fans are going to call for. Uh, now, the one thing that I will say, you know, put a little hole in this uh, idea of Vrabel being fired was Jeff made the point. The Titans had so many injuries. I think Vrabel's a good coach. I, I, I would I would hang on to him, and I think that's what will happen. But uh, the one thing he is right about, the Titans find a way, it seems like year after year after year, to find some way to stumble, and, and it's been frustrating to the fans for sure. Yes, I, I think that's very obvious. I I would say this, too. And, uh, and, you know, people are welcome to disagree with, with me here. But if I were considering firing the football coach, um, one of the things, and just one of the things, there would be many things, but one of the things that I would take into account is if I fire this person uh, and, and maybe I have a replacement in mind and so forth, will this, will this person that I fire, will he, will he find another job? And the truth is i think that like pittsburgh is a good example of that those those two coaches and there are others would have another job in a week somebody would say hey i want that guy i can't believe they fired him maybe he's not a good fit now for the titans I, i i don't know um but i sure wish we kept these these people i i think we wasted some draft picks for sure Two or three come to mind. The, the signing of Julio Jones was a massive mistake, um, and, and and there may be something. And we, you and I have talked about this before. There's something wrong. I don't know what it is, but there's something wrong with our with our conditioning and that and, and everything in that area right there. Something is wrong. There's a reason why you use nearly 190 players in two years. Two years, yeah. And there's a reason for that. I don't know what it is, but I would be investigating as to what the problem actually was. We can't keep – I think there's a lot of talent, certainly better than 7 and 10 talent on this football team, and we can't keep them on the field. They're just – they're hurt all the time. And uh, we, we, need to, we need to solve that problem. If we don't solve that problem – there's no reason talking about who's coaching or anything else. I, I know they did fire the offensive coordinator today, right? Correct. Which the fan base was been demanding since certainly before Christmas. Um, well, let me give you a stat, and I purposely didn't tell you this off air because I want you to react to it here. The Titans in the fourth quarter in 17 games. Guess how many points they scored? Well, I, I can't guess, quarter. but it's not many. 34. Yeah, well, that's that's a isn't that a crazy number? Yes, that's thirty four points in seventeen games. Yeah, I, I'll assure you, somebody, some team, Kansas City maybe or Buffalo scored thirty five points in the fourth quarter in one game. <laughs> Probably so. That's that's alarming, isn't it? And and the second half offense was was problematic, which says to me that is coaching to some degree, don't you think? Yes, because of the defense has made a a move and the offense is not able to respond to it they do some other things too that uh, that really bothers me and and you know i don't know that i can back any of this stuff up for sure on some things but it just seems like that when when they make a mistake 
and commit a penalty. It comes at the worst possible time. Mm. They jump offside when it's third and and three. You know, our, well, the other night they made this beautiful pass, which could have turned the whole game around. I was so excited. I thought, all right, things are happening. Nope. Holding. You know, brought it back. Well, that's why they got the player off. <laughs> it wasn't true in that case, but I, I, I understand what you're saying. But it just seems like that happens to them all the time. And maybe I'm maybe I'm making that up. No, you're not making that up. I think you're right. We, we are way behind on the break, so let's take that and we'll come back and get into the Middle Tennessee basketball after this. It's a slick pig barbecue. Spicy wings and Brunswick stew. Everything made fresh for you at the Slick Pig Barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too. Ribs so tender don't need to chew. Well, come on, folks, I'm telling you, it's the Slick Pig Barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The Slick Pig Barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. If someone asked, what's your more? Would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin Financial Services with Edward Jones here in Murfreesboro. Jeff, uh, you were a witness to Saturday night's basketball game at Middle, a team that uh, the first eight minutes was on fire. And then uh, in the, talking about not scoring a drought from that eight-minute mark in the first ha- half until uh, what midway through the second half, middle just all, all but couldn't score, and it was, it was painful to watch. Yet defensively, they were really good. He kept North Texas in place, 
middle squandered a 19 point lead and ended up losing the ball game. But Jeff, they had a chance at the end to, to, to tie it or win it in spite of their scoring woes. I think everything you just said is exactly right. Uh, we, we, we lost the game ourselves, I think. Our offense got stale uh, in the middle of the first half, maybe a little later than that, and stayed that way. Certainly in the second half, we, we were tied five, six, seven times, 41-41. I know we are 49-49 at one point, uh, but we, we couldn't get a big basket. We did get some stops. But then when we went on the other end to score, just too many mistakes. Walking and a charge call and a bad shot, that kind of thing. I, I, th- I thought the, the two missed free throws, uh, middle and what, about the two-minute mark, really changed the momentum around. Middle had began to look like they were going to hang in there and, and do and, and miss two free throws that were – well, any time you – it's a five-point game, but you have that – it was a three-point game, really, because they got a late basket kind of giveaway. Anytime you're in a close ball game like that, free throws are crucial, and uh, middle missed two in a row. Yeah, and I'm very disappointed, as as I'm sure you were as well. I and we were just so happened in this particular game. I sat down real low, second row, as a matter of fact, and on the side of North Texas, right by their team which, by the way, was very annoying. But anyway, and I tell you what, they were into it. They intended to win, and even when they got behind and things weren't going very well, they kept up the pressure and they kept working. And uh, I was impressed with our defense, on, as you've already mentioned, on many occasions. Um, and as a matter of fact, even late, um, very late, we had two or three 24-second violations against them. We played such good defense, they just couldn't get a shot. Yeah. Uh, but we never capitalized on any of that. Uh, not enough, anyway. Well, Middle Tennessee is now 2-3 and three in the league. Take on Rice Wednesday night, who they hammered at home back in November, I guess it was. A uh, very early conference game, which you don't normally have. Uh, th- that night, Jeff, they looked like world beaters for 40 minutes. They, they shot the ball very well. Uh, and, and this team, Jeff, can, can I think is a good team on the right night. But they don't have the one guy that you can step up and say, I can score a point when we have to have one. We just don't have that right now. And last year they, they had a couple of kids that felt like they could do that, graduated. Somebody's got to be able to step up and say, I can carry this team two or three possessions down the floor and get a score. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's correct. And and I think, I think too, uh, I know we're going to get to the Lady Raiders here in a minute, but I would, I would think that um, when you look at them and you look at our men's team, I don't believe that any one player on either one of those squads just jumps out at you. And you say, boy, there's a superstar right there. There's a, there's a person that can carry you. But, but what jumps out at you is that they're all pretty good. Yeah. That, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. And, and even not just the top five, but the top seven or eight people that are, that are, that are having considerable success. So it's, it's, a, it's a different look. I, I thought we played um, – I think we played hard and prepared and everything against North Texas when we got beat by a good team. I, I, that's the way I kind of looked at it. Can't disagree with that. Chip Walters will have a comment. I'm sure we're going to take that break. When we come back, we will talk some more. 
basketball, certainly getting the Lady Raiders, uh, who are on a 10-game winning streak. That's the good news. We'll talk about that in just a minute. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. There's a couple of accidents out here the last 10, 15 minutes. Here's what we see. Heavy traffic up through Madison on 65 northbound, passing OHB all the way up to Vietnam Vets. Heavy to the south as expected down through Brentwood, Franklin. It still looks pretty good, though, on 65 through Williamson County all the way down into Spring Hill where there's tons of radar uh, in that section of Williamson County. Hey, Nash Painting Services all of Middle Tennessee. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance... Think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance, 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk basketball from over the weekend. Here in town, the Blue Raider men were outscored by North Texas 15 to 4 during the last four minutes of the first half and first four minutes of the second half and took a 56-51 loss on Saturday at the Murphy Center. It was a lightning-quick start that turned into a rock fight in the second half. The Blue Raiders 
dropped to nine and seven overall, two and three in Conference USA. The Blue Raiders led by as many as 19 points in the first half, not missing a shot until the 13-38 mark of the first half, capped by a, a run of 11-0 at one point. But the Mean Green countered late in the half, cutting it down to six at halftime and then taking the lead in the second half. Much slower pace in the second half, and North Texas wins it by a score of 56 to 51. The Blue Raiders have now lost two in a row in the league and will look to bounce back on Wednesday when they travel to Rice to take on the Owls. They beat Rice back on November 15th, but the Owls are a completely different team than they were back early in the season, and they now have, have won a total of 11 games already. Here's the conference standings after the weekend. FAU still leads the pack. They are 4-0 in conference play and 14-1 overall. They have been by far the best in the league. North Texas, three-time defending champ. They're 4-1 overall, 4-1 in the league, 13-3 overall. UAB, Louisiana Tech are both 3-2. Rice, FIU are both 2-2. Charlotte and Middle are 2-3. Western Kentucky, 1-3. UTEP, 1-3. And and UTSA is 1-4 with their one one victory coming over the Blue Raiders last Thursday. Games this week are on Wednesday when Middle plays at Rice. On the women's side, Make it 10 wins in a row now for Middles women's team as the Lady Raiders defeated North Texas 76-57 in Denton on Saturday afternoon. The Lady Raiders now 12-2 overall, 5-0 in the league, never looked back after scoring nine unanswered points to start the game and hitting 10 of their first 16 field goals, which is good for 62.5%. North Texas is now 4-10 overall, 1-3 in the league, Outscored middle 11-4 in the first six minutes of the second quarter, but Courtney Blakely and Jalen Gregory combined outscore the Mean Green 10-2 in the closing four minutes and never looked back. Up next for middle, second chance against Rice. Beat them already in Houston, and that'll be Wednesday night at 6 o'clock inside the Murphy Center. Here are the women's standings right now in the league. Middle is pacing the field at 5 and 0 in the conference, 12 and 2 overall. UTEP and FIU are 3 and 1. Charlotte and Florida Atlantic are Charlotte's 3 and 2. Florida Atlantic and Western Kentucky are 2 and 2. Louisiana Tech 2 and 3, then Rice and North Texas and UTSA are all 1 and 3, while UAB is 1 and 4. Another reminder that uh, no radio show tonight due to uh, the national championship football game. No shows next Monday night due to both the men's and women's teams playing UAB. So our next coaches shows at the Boulevard will be uh, coming up on, on January the 23rd. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. All right, that is it for this Monday. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. 
Paul's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan brought to you by Fans Heating and Air, Lee Collin Financial Services, Edward Jones right here in Murfreesboro. Ten game winning streak, Lady Raiders. Jeff, they they doing this without Savannah Wheeler who. Arguably, could be their best player. There's there's a bunch of good players on that basketball team, to, but the transfer from Marshall has not played the last four games due to concussion protocol. But she is back for Wednesday night's game. I'm told. So, uh, Courtney Wheeler, or excuse me, Courtney Blakely has done a tremendous job uh, filling in at the point guard spot. To the point, she, I'm not sure what coach you're going to do uh, as far as getting the lineup and the numbers in there because it's hard, hard to take that little gal out. <coughs> um, excuse me there. Got a little problem here. I apologize for the problem. You're all right. <coughs> you there? I think I'm okay now. Am I all right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, and, and you're correct. Uh, but I think it's just a tribute to the team, really. We, we have... I don't want to say interchangeable parts, but we got some. Sure, sure do. And uh, and that's always an advantage uh, when you, when you have that kind of thing. We're, we 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 can we can play a perimeter game. We can play uh, inside outside, uh, and and we can go inside. And I, I noticed the other night. I don't know why that uh, uh, the opposition, which was uh, well, we had two teams really that uh, lately. They allowed us to feed the post, and sometimes they would help, and sometimes they wouldn't. And either way, it seemed like we got a good shot. Um, you got to help against our post. She'll yes, score. Boldreva has not had a good first 10, 12 games of the season, Jeff. She finished so strong last year, but the uh, last couple of games she's come alive. And uh, when you're six six and you've got a nice touch around the basket, you can score some points. Well, I've been very impressed with us. I, I, I thought we'd – have done a good job. I think we're a, a hard-working, well-coached, well-prepared basketball team. And uh, and I've already said it that I don't think there's anybody that you you know you walk out of there and you and you're just really impressed with one player. But it's it's okay to be impressed with the team. And I I think if if, if people haven't seen them play, you ought to turn out and go see them. They're, they're worth the effort. I think Blakely's worth. Saying for sure, uh, Jalen Gregory, Jeff, sometimes can wow you. She, she hits three-pointers from about the, the, the stands. And she's a little gal from Macon County but does a tremendous job. Anastasia Boldreva, as I mentioned, at 6'5", inside, uh, is, is coming on. Kanisha Milashevich, maybe our best player, as long as she understands she's not a point guard. Yeah. Then, then, then she, when she gets a rebound and starts down the floor, she's going to go to the basket. If she can carry the ball that far, turnover or otherwise, rebound it, give it to a guard, 
go down and get on the other end, and you always get your point. She's she's a tough player to, to play. And then we we missed Courtney Whitson, who's a thousand point club scorer, uh, is there, and, and uh, Alexis Whittington from right here, Murfreesboro Riverdale. Coach says she's the best defensive player in the league, and I, I can't argue that point. She'll run you crazy. You you you're trying to penetrate and drive and so forth. She she's really. She's just a bulldog after that basketball. She just really gets after you. She's got the right combination defensively. She first of all, you said it right. She's a bulldog. She's not. She's going to work and work and work. She's got nice long arms, enough quickness to make it matter, and uh, and, and she she's good. Uh, and then uh, to to me, uh, Scott from Clarksville, uh, freshman, is beginning to get her legs under her. She's going to be a tremendous player as well. So. Coach Ensel's got 10 in a row. They play at home on Wednesday night. And you said it just right, Jeff. If you had not seen the team play, it's worth going to see. Scott, to my way, I've seen her all year, of course. She didn't play at all and then plays more and then plays some more. She played very well the other night. I thought she really contributed. She looks like another player that you could plug in at the at the three or four or five underneath the goal and she can – Good passer, she can rebound, and you know we're getting um, some votes. And we, actually, we already we've already had some votes for the top twenty-five, um, and we've generally been around hovering around number thirty in the country. Right. Um, but we're getting more and more. By that I mean other. We're picking up like one time we picked up two votes. And, well, I know it's the other day. I believe we were up to six, or maybe it was seven votes in the top 25 so we keep winning we're gonna we're gonna break that ceiling and get in there the new poll is out jeff but i couldn't find any place to show the other voters others that got votes mm-hmm. top 25 and no, normally it will show the the next vote getters whoever they might, might be so i don't know where that number might be be at but uh jeff this team will lose i'm afraid a game or two down the Sure. When you when you're playing t- a pretty good league and and whatever, but they're going to be a f- prohibitive favorite in every game they play from here on out, don't you think? Yes, I I do agree with that. I think the USA Today will will have all the votes. Uh, anybody that receives a vote for the, for the top twenty five will be listed there. But of course, only the top twenty five are listed with their totals. But uh, anyway, it's there. But and 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 you and I both know, I guess. That it doesn't does it really matter? I mean, you know, does it really matter? Are you, are you go, is that going to give you an advantage to winning a ball game or the, all that kind of stuff? And the answer is that is no. Well, where it will will matter, I think, is that in at the end of the season, if middle were happen to lose in the conference tournament, looking at at large bid, uh, lots of people, especially women's basketball, Jeff, don't see all the teams play a lot. So if you're a voter and you see Middle Tennessee listed as 27th in the country. Even though they lost the game, and they, and they're not University of Tennessee, they're not South Carolina, they're not, you know, UCLA. You look around and say, wait a minute, there's 27 in the country, they've lost four games. Yeah, I think they probably need to be an at large team, and yeah, I think I agree. this team will will, will do that uh, unless they just fall apart. Now, let's remember the Titans. So anything I guess is possible, but um, and it, talking about to me as Scott. Uh, Jalen Gregory to me was a good player last year. This year she's really good. Uh, that year of high, uh, college basketball has 
giving her the confidence that she had when she's at Macon County now. And Jeff, uh, to me, I would tell you, it's not the same game out there in college that it was at Clarksville High School. Not at all. Not even close. Well, you got the shot clock for one thing. <laughs> well, all the players are much better, and it just takes oh, yeah. you time time to get your your legs underneath her. But she she's going to be a really really good one. Uh, six o'clock, Middle Tennessee, and uh, Rice. Rice was expected to be right there toward the top of the league, Jeff. When they middle won the opening game on the road at Rice, I thought, man, this is, this is a good thing, and it is, of course. But uh, Rice is one and three, which is not was not expected. So, uh, with this, let's see, I, they still scare me a little bit. Um, I think that the middle crowds. I've been there for just about every game, um, and men and women, and the crowds have been up. And I thought the North Texas men's game the other night. I thought we had a really good crowd. I thought uh, you know for for what we normally get. Uh, I think people maybe they're coming out. Maybe they've heard about this these ball clubs. I hope they have. Well, that that'd be the hope and so forth. Uh, we'll see see how things go. Middle Tennessee and uh, men will be at Rice as we mentioned on in Houston on Wednesday night as well. The Conference USA Jeff's a little disjointed right now because the teams leaving and the teams whatever. We're not seeing that Thursday Saturday. Uh, schedule like we normally see. There's well Wednesday night game this week. Why not Thursday? I don't know. But Wednesday night this week, and then the following week we play on a Monday night, which we no, normally don't do in play in league play. Well, I know this. It's an exciting time as we head toward the tournament, and we've got a lot of basketball to play. And and I I like I like our kids. I I, I really do. Both men and women. I I think they. Work hard and play hard. I, I'm impressed. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and talk a little bit of uh, baseball. I want to talk to you about your shortstop and see what you think about that deal and, and maybe getting some high school basketball as well. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. There's a couple of accidents out here in the last 10, 15 minutes. Here's what we see. Heavy traffic up through Madison on 65 northbound, passing OHB all the way up to Vietnam Vets. Heavy to the south as expected down through Brentwood, Franklin. It still looks pretty good, though, on 65 through Williamson County all the way down into Spring Hill where there's tons of radar uh, in that section of Williamson County. Hey, Nash Painting Services all in Middle Tennessee. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
We do it your way at Pizza Pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Professional folks and friendly faces, which you'll see at First Bank, where we do our banking with all sports talk across the state of Tennessee for sure, right here in Murfreesboro. Jeff's got a comment, and then I got a comment to make. Last Friday night, we had. Uh, and we've missed we've missed one of the uh, uh, Hall of Fame nights because of COVID. Of course, it wiped out a bunch of stuff uh, in every everywhere. But uh, Friday night at Oakland, Oakland had their uh, Hall of Fame, which really was two Hall of Fames, and the girls and boys did theirs together. And uh, uh, and I I was there, got to witness it. It was really well done, and I, I want to thank the principal John Marshall, and and uh, and Missy Blizzard and others who orchestrated all of that. It was really great. This coming Friday, um, the Riverdale will do theirs. They're, they're putting in uh, uh, seven girls and three boys and uh, um, and uh, talked to the Riverdale principal, uh, Miss Blair, today, and it looks like everything is really going strong, and Kelly Hockenberry made some absolutely beautiful plaques again for these Hall of Fame members. So uh, it's, it's terrific, and I think they'll all be listed in Murfreesboro Post this week. And Brian Barrett will be announcing them as well, I'm sure. Glad you brought that up. Uh, it was a pretty good tradition at Riverdale and Oakland, both in basketball. Yeah. For, for, for sure on the women's side, uh, girl side, uh, they've had more state tournament success than the guys have had, generally speaking. But uh, it's like in football, Jeff. If you come to Murfreesboro, you know you're going to play a good team. You're exactly right, and and I, and I'm not I'm not going to name any of these players. And I was pleased to have broadcast most of them at one time or another. But I am I'm, I am going to mention one person here, and this is the only person I'm going to mention. And I'm so glad that he went in. He was not a player. Coach Gary Johnson, who was Ronnie Ronnie uh, Randy King's assistant for many years, uh, head coach at Eagleville, had some boy some good teams out there, and they put him in the Hall of Fame, and he is. Very deserving, no question. No question about that as well. Jeff, it's nice that people recognize that assistant coaches can be a very valuable part to a program. And and Randy King will tell you that for sure. Randy has his reputation across the state second to none as far as men's basketball is concerned. But it wouldn't happen with Gary Johnson. And Kevin Woodson, a longtime assistant coach, did a great job there as well. He would always mention that to me if, if uh, on, on the radio. He would always say, well, you know, he'd been surrounded by the really great players and ter- ter- terrific assistant coaches who needed, who knew how to plan for a game. And I, I thought that was very nice of Randy, and, and I'm absolutely sure it's true. Jeff, I was able to find the uh, full AP poll, so I'll let you take a shot. Where – where do you think Middle Tennessee is this week? They're not in the top 25. We know that. 28. 27th. 27th. Okay. And you mentioned, I think, last week they had six votes. Mm-hmm. This week, 27. 27 votes? 27 votes. Okay. Well, they'll be in the top 25 then. <laughs> they need to <laughs> they keep that up. Keep on winning. Yeah. Another week or two, three or four more wins. That's asking a lot, but this team is very capable of that. So, 
I know Coach Ensel would love to see that name Middleton see somewhere in that top twenty-five. Well, I, I would too. I I would assume. I don't know, but I would assume that that would help you in nationwide recruiting. Well, of course. And 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 your players would would feel maybe a little bit better about themselves. But gosh, how many? Well, we got hundreds of teams, I think, and you can get in the top fifty. You pro- you've probably really done something. So, twenty seventh. That's that's good. We'll 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 make it. We've made it before. The only, the only so we'll uh, make it again. The only commit, uh, and I think signee now. I'm not I'm not sure if the signing date was done or not. But I can't call the little gal's name from out in West Tennessee. But thought to be a Miss Basketball player. Uh, I want to say she's out of Martin. I I don't uh, know. I, I think that's right, but. Uh, with Tamia Scott coming on the way she is, Bull Draven back, Jalen Gregory back, Blakely back. Yes, ball club's got a chance to be very good for a long time. And that's been Ensel's – well, what's the average? I think he's had 20 wins every year he's been here. I know his average is better than 20. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of the year. I, I think we've got a, a, a great future. I think this ball club does. And, and will they lose? So, well, yeah, probably. I'm sure they will at some point. We've got a tough schedule, and everybody's ready for you. Um, and we've got to go on the road, hard to win on the road, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, hey, we're, we're going to have another fine year. Been a really good program. Jeff, how many players could you and I sit here and name from Rutherford County that have played basketball at Middle Tennessee for the Lady Raiders? A bunch of them. Yeah, sure. Got one on there now that, that as I mentioned, starts Alexis Whittington, Whittington as well. But uh, – The state of Tennessee puts out some really good girls basketball players, and uh, I think that's the key. This week, this year, Jeff uh, Blackman could win a state championship at 4A. Rockvale, I think it's 13-1. Rockvale and Blackman played this week, which ought to be a dandy. For sure, Sturge Creek's ball club is awfully good. Oakland, not bad. Uh, You know, I think there's something like 14th or 15th in the state, something like that. Riverdale's falling on hard times. Vernon and Laverne are still struggling to get up to up to pace, but uh, we've got four really good teams. We do, and and you know you you tend to think not you, but maybe the general public that we well we signed this kid from blankety blank and this kid from blankety blank, and we so you know. But I mean, uh, you you mentioned Whittington. <laughs> she played at Buckhannon. I, you know, sure. uh, her and her sister, her sister's graduated now. Uh, and, and then, of course, Riverdale. And they were on state champions. And uh, and I have to admit, I could see talent and ability there. But I didn't know if they could play, you know, at the college level like they have and did and are doing so now. But the answer is they can. And we've had plenty of others. I mean, you know, I mean, we've had just a lot of kids. Well, uh, Alexis was a role player type. Girl with Riverdale, wasn't she? She was not, and that's what, uh, role player is not the right word. She's a starting player, but she was not the star. She was no. not the kid that was going to score 15, 20 no. points a game. Not the kid that, you, as you mentioned, that I, I doubt that she was highly recruited at other schools at Middle Tennessee's level. And and when when they needed her to, boys, I tell you what, she could get out on the perimeter and just absolutely eat you alive. Mm-hmm. And, and put your, and you and I have talked about this before, she would put, if, if you had the ball and you were trying to do something with it, pretty soon if she was guarding you, you would say, well, I, I'm not going to be able to get anything done. I hope I don't lose this basketball. 
and, and that's exactly what you want. If you can get the other team to think that and worried about their ball possession rather than their next pass, you've really done something. Well, she was very good at that and continues to be very good at it. But, of course, we've had plenty of other girls as well. I just happened to mention her because I saw her this week. She was out, uh, I think, three or four games. Middle Tennessee was able to get through because of the depth that's there and, and the quality of play. So, um, be the case. On the guy's side, it's, it appears to be kind of wide open. I don't, no team has really jumped up and said, we're going to be king of the mountain, I don't think. Could be that the team that we saw North Texas had, it might be them. It, it it could be. They're a really good basketball I, I was talking about Rutherford County High School. Rutherford County High School, and you're, I think you're exactly right. There, there's a number of teams that are, you know, average to maybe a little better than that and, and perhaps getting better. I don't think there's any question about that, but I don't know that we have an outstanding team at this point, no. Very quickly, uh, Dansby, Dansby Swanson, what's the latest with him? I, I know that uh, – he had signed with another ball club, am I right? Right. He's he's a cub. Okay. Uh, I, I was thinking maybe there were some physical issues that might have held that trade back. But, uh, I don't think so. Uh, uh, his, his wife plays soccer there, and I guess that uh, somewhere in the Chicago area. So that gives him a chance to, um, to uh, be in the same city. Uh, and he's at the very peak. This was the time when he, he should get his money, and he, he's, he's going to get it. I hate to see him go. I really do. Um, but, you know, I mean, you got to – we're talking millions of dollars. If you're a baseball player, wouldn't you like to play yeah. in Chicago for the sure. Cubs? Sure, Because the ballpark is neat. The fans are always there. Uh, it's one of the places if, if money was not an issue, I, I think I'd say I, I, I'd like to play in Chicago. Well, I, I I I would say they're going to need more than Dansby Swanson to, sure, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, but 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 it, you're right. The cup, no player, maybe St. Louis and Chicago. They they really love their players. They really do. Ernie Banks. I think that name when I think of the Cub, Mister Cub, right? Right, right. And there there have been others that they really liked. All right, we've got to get out of here. No coaches show tonight. So if you're listening for that, uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, Georgia by 14. 14. Happy birthday to my, my grandson-in-law, Michael Valines. He's uh, older today, and we're going to eat pizza right now and celebrate. All right. That's <laughs> it for All Sports Talk today. Monty Hale in tomorrow. All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank. Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.